Championship week. <clears throat> Championship week, baby. Gonna be some good games. Gonna be some good games. <clears throat> Alright, y'all. Alright, y'all. Let's get it going. Let's get it going here. Let's go. Alright. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Stoop Life Podcast. If today is your first time listening, I want to say welcome. We're a sports podcast, plus much more. If you guys like talking shit about sports, debates, hot topics, predictions, bets, we're the place for you. If you are listening to this, be sure to check us out on all of our other platforms. We have live videos on YouTube. Just search Stoop Knockout. That's where we're at. Or follow us on Facebook at The Stoop Life. We have a page and we also have a private Facebook group. So check us out on there. Check us out on Instagram as well at the underscore stoop underscore life. We're right there as well. And of course, check us out lastly on Twitter at the stoop life. We're all on there. You can get all of our information on there. You can get all of our podcasts, all of our bets, all of that. But you want to make sure you check out the Facebook group. If you aren't in the Facebook group already, that's where all the, the love happens. That's where all the 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 debates start. That's where all the bracket productions we do are. So be sure to check us out on Facebook, on the Facebook group. You'll love it. But today, today we're going to talk more football. We only got two weeks left of football season. Well, three weeks if you count in the Pro Bowl. But we're not going to count that because we don't have to discuss that. We don't care. But we got two actual weeks left of football. We got the conference finals this week. And then we got the Super Bowl in two, three weeks from now. We got some great matchups here for the, the conference finals games. In the AFC, we have Kansas City versus Cincinnati. And in the NFC, we got Philadelphia and San Francisco. In my opinion, probably the four best teams in the league. Bills might have been up there, but they lost. So probably the four best teams. Two best teams in the conf- each conference, I think. Um, I think it's the second year in a row that's happened. So uh, we're going to talk about that. Now, if you guys look at it, Super Bowl odds, who does Vegas think is going to win? Well, according to the odds, they really don't know. They're pretty much giving you the same odds on all four teams. That's how good all four teams are. That's how close they are in talent. And we'll start off, Kansas City's the favorite to win the Super Bowl at plus 240. Their opponent this week, Cincinnati, is second in line at plus 250. And then we go to the NFC. We got third. We got the Philadelphia Eagles plus 275. And then we got last, San Francisco, not far behind at plus 300. So, I mean, pretty much safe bet on any of those guys. There's none that really stick out to me. However, I do like if you're going to have to pick one, why not pick the lower guys in the NFC? Whatever team you think is going to win the NFC, why not bet them? Makes sense, right? They're lower odds, not by much, but better profit on the money line. As you see in the videos, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan, but that does not mean I'm going to pick the Philadelphia Eagles just because of their Eagles fans. I actually don't like taking the Eagles because uh, I feel like it's a jinx. But I feel like if I don't, then uh, I don't know. If I really think they're going to win, then why not take them? It reminds me of people out there that are on ESPN, a lot of them, like Max Holgram. Or um, Max, uh, whatever the hell his name is. Max Kellerman, sorry. He uh diehard Giants fan. He actually thought the Giants were going to beat the Eagles. Like, he didn't even 
give any doubt that they were going to lose that game. And obviously they got blown out of the water. But then you got other guys like Marcus Spears out there as Cowboys fan. He took the, he took four Niners, which as an analyst, a guy that you play a team you played for, it's probably hard to go against them. So I'm going to try and be as unbiased as I possibly can. And we're going to talk about actual odds here, things we're going to do. I'm going to pick the winner at the end of the podcast, but we're going to go through some things. We got some interesting possible matchups here. We could have San Francisco versus Cincy, San Francisco versus uh, Kansas City, with are both rematches. We could have Philadelphia versus Kansas City, which is Andy Reid versus old team, which we all know that would be a hell of a storyline. And then we could have Philadelphia versus Cincinnati, which has never happened in a playoff matchup, which could be a first. Why not? You got two young quarterbacks that were kind of the Cinderella quarterbacks of the conference. Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, be an entertainment game. But honestly, any of these matchups, in my opinion, will be phenomenal matchups. San Francisco versus Cincinnati. It's the most common one that has happened. They've played twice in 1982. And they've also played 1989, where San Francisco beat them both times. Joe Montana, they beat them 26 to 21 and 20 to 16. In 2020, we all know San Francisco versus Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes' first Super Bowl, 31 to 20 Kansas City. And then, like I said, you can get Philadelphia going up against their old coach, Andy Reid. That's that's the best storyline, in my opinion. That's what I would like to see as a Philadelphia fan. I would love to see the Eagles beat Andy Reid in the Super Bowl. Uh, I've picked that pretty much most of the year. I've either picked Philly or San Fran. I've been back and forth here. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to break it down and who I got. I also want to talk about this. We have a rookie quarterback, Purdy. For San Fran. Guy's been playing phenomenal. It's been lights out. My man looks like Tom Brady out there. But in the history of the NFL, no rookie quarterback has won the Super Bowl. I actually thought I was wrong there because I saw a couple guys like Big Ben or Brady were rookies when they did win their Super Bowl, but they weren't. The crazy thing is, there has never actually been a Super Bowl game with a rookie quarterback in it. Now, that I didn't know either, which is actually crazy. There's been three rookies, now adding Purdy, making it four, that have made the conference finals games. We had Big Ben, Joe Flacco, Mark Sanchez, and we got the first one ever in the NFC now with with, uh, Brock Purdy. The youngest quarterback to ever win the Super Bowl was also 23 years old. Purdy's also 23 years old. The last time... A team won the Super Bowl and had an MVP player on it the same season. It's only happened 10 times in history. Was 1999 Kurt Warner. Now, this year, the MVP candidates are probably going to be. Mahomes is probably going to win. So is Kansas City going to win? I don't know. It hasn't happened since 1999. Kurt Warner. Another crazy fact. There's been three black quarterbacks to win in the history Doug Williams, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes. That's it. We got two of them right now alive. The crazy part about it is this. All three of those teams were teams based off of native roots. Washington, Seattle, and Kansas City. So we got a lot of storylines here for our conspiracy theorists as well, which I don't think it's a conspiracy. I do think the NFL is kind of rigged, played out. But nobody really ever knows which way it's going to go. So there's a lot of storylines that it could possibly go here. 
Which one are you willing to place your money to bet on? I don't know. Now, Philadelphia, they have a black quarterback. Eagles aren't based off of native roots. However, it's the first capital of, the Mer- of North America. Possibly could be something they like. As for San Francisco and Cincinnati, I don't know. Kind of makes it look like Cincinnati's going to win the Super Bowl here, if I'm being honest with you guys. I don't know. We'll see. I know I got a lot of Cincinnati fans in our group. Joey Burr, we like him. Wouldn't mind seeing him win the Super Bowl. But we're going we're to break down the first game. First matchup we have here. Philadelphia Eagles hosting San Francisco. Philadelphia Eagles. Minus two and a half favorite, minus 146 on the money line, which leaves San Francisco plus two and a half and plus 124 on the money line. Over under for this game, 45 and a half. There's a lot of things I like in this game. The first thing I like in this game is probably going to be the under. We got two phenomenal defenses. We've seen what happened last game, San Francisco-Dallas. San Francisco's defense is phenomenal. But we got two teams that can score. We really do. So I like the under. I'm not very comfortable in the under. However, I think it's going to be an under game. Something I want to also break down to you guys is this. This is the numbers of allowed touchdowns by each position, by each team. So touchdowns allowed by quarterbacks. San Francisco has allowed two rushing touchdowns by quarterbacks, 23 passing. They've allowed 20 touchdowns to running backs. 12 touchdowns to wide receivers, and 5 to tight ends. Philadelphia, 2 rushing touchdowns by the quarterback, 21 passing. 16 touchdowns by the running back, 16 by the wide receiver, and 4 by the tight end. Just trying to give you guys some numbers for your your bets that you might place for anytime touchdowns. So let's talk about some anytime touchdowns that I like. Given the fact that San Francisco allows the majority of their touchdowns to be to the running back, whether it's catching or, or rushing, I'm going to have to better rush the touchdown. So we're going to start off with this. We got the odds. Christian McCaffrey minus 115. I feel like that's the safest bet, the place he scores pretty much every way. Uh, Philadelphia allows 32 total touchdowns to running back wide receivers. He plays both. He plays both. So minus 115, that's probably a safe bet. Then we got Jalen Hurts up here at plus 140. I feel like any time that, that Philadelphia's on the goal line, ball goes to Jalen Hurts. You can't stop that, that quarterback sneak. That's just like there. And then we have Miles Sanders at plus 120. I also like that given the fact that San Francisco allows a lot of rushing touchdowns. But we can't bet everything. I'm just giving you guys numbers that I like. Dallas Goddard. I feel like with the pressure that both of these teams produce on the quarterback. It's gonna be. It might be a tight end game. We got two good tight ends in this game: Dallas Goddard and George Kittle. Both those guys I can see scoring. George Kittle did not score yet in the playoffs, so I kind of like George Kittle scoring at plus one eighty five. Dallas Goddard, I like him scoring as well. I feel like he might be a nice in route safety blanket for Jalen Hurts at plus two fifty here. And then another guy I like who has seemed to not have a breakout playoff game yet, but Swiss Army Knife. We all know what this guy did last year. Debo Samuel plus 175. I also like, guys, an Eagles defensive touchdown. We saw what Purdy did last game. Didn't throw a turnover or anything. But when he got pressured, it was 
It was a different feeling for him. And that Eagles line led the NFL in sacks. They got pressure, pressure, pressure. I feel like that could be the X factor in this game. It could be huge. So Eagles defense scoring the touchdown plus 600. I like that play as well. Here's some other things I like. Speaking of Brock Purdy, pressure on the Eagles. It's going to be a tough day for him. I like his passing guards to go under. It's currently sitting at 216. I like it to go under. I feel like in order to win this game, San Francisco has to run the clock. They got to slow the they got to slow the clock down, keep the Eagles off off the field and run the ball. I feel like it's going to be a lot of running, a lot of dump off runs. So, I like the under for Brock Purdy. Jalen Hurts, he's going to get a lot of pressure on it from Nick Nick Bosa. I like him to have a lot of rollouts. His rushing yards, 48 and a half. I like it to go over. I feel like it's going to be a 70, 80 yard rushing game for Jalen Hurts. He might even break one off. I like Jalen Hurts 50 plus at minus 110. I even like him to go 60 plus at plus 174. As for our receivers, Debo Samuel. I feel like Debo Samuel is going to be that Swiss Army knife this, this game. I don't know if he's going to score two, three touchdowns, but I do like him scoring a touchdown. I also like him to get over 52 and a half receiving yards. I feel like they're going to use a lot of double backfield, a lot of kind of like old school New England dropbacks, dump offs. And I feel like the benefactor of that is going to be Debo Samuel. I like him 52 and a half receiving yards to go over and minus 110. I feel like that's a very safe bet. Now let's talk about two tight ends. I like both of them to get, get a lot. Now, the Eagles against tight ends, they've allowed an average of five receptions a game, eight targets a game to a tight end, 41 yards. Kittle's over-under is 44.5, just above that. But like I said earlier, Kittle is going to be targeted a lot to be the safety blanket for Brock Purdy. I like him to go over 44.5. I like him at 50-plus at plus 108. I think that's good odds. I feel like he's going to get... He might get a couple, two, three catches there, 20, 25 yards. So I like him to go 50-plus. Goddard, 50-plus as well, plus 102. Now, the deciding factors for this game are, are, are actually really simple. How is the Eagles' offensive line going to go handle Nick Bosa and them boys? Nick Bosa, beast. I believe he was right there, top sack. He's defensive player of the year, in my opinion. And Eagles' O-line is best O-line in football. So if the Eagles O-line can win that matchup, it's going to be a good day for Philadelphia. But if Bosa and that boys can get and stop that run game in Philadelphia, it's going to be a good day for San Francisco. On the opposite side, San Francisco's offensive line is pretty good as well. They got Trent Williams, dude's a beast, but we got a great line. How does San Francisco's offensive line stop the pressure from Philadelphia? If we get pressure, if the Philadelphia Eagles get pressure on Brock Purdy, it could be a long day for him. It hasn't really happened yet. But Philadelphia Eagles seem like that type of team. Look what we did last week against the Giants. They get a lot of pressure. That's a great going to be a matchup to watch. Another matchup I think is, is very crucial. How does the Eagles run stop work against the efficient run attack of San Francisco? They got a lot of guys that can run the ball. They got Christian McCaffrey, of course. Debo Samuel goes back there. Elijah Mitchell goes back there. They go 138 rushing yards per game. Eagles do 148. 
So, which team wins the Russian battle? Which team keeps them off the clock the most? I think that might be the deciding factor of this game. Now, who am I picking for this game? I think it's going to be a tight game up until the fourth quarter, possibly, just like the Dallas-San Francisco game was. And I like it, the score to go under, 45.5. I like the Eagles to cover the spread at minus 2.5. I got the Eagles winning 26-16. to 16. I think the difference maker is going to be the pressure on Purdy. I think the Eagles just versatile rushing game and the ability for them to just kind of go with the flow and kind of Jalen Hurts' ability to just be the playmaker out there is going to be the difference in the game. San Francisco hasn't played a guy like this this guy yet. If you look at the teams that they played, they thrive off of turnovers, and they haven't really played anybody good. Jalen Hurts doesn't really turn the ball over a lot. The Eagles don't turn the ball over a lot. They've only done it two times, and that's when they lost. That is going to be the deciding factor of this game. Which team gets the turnovers? Whoever wins the turnover battle in this game will win this game. I think the Eagles win the turnover battle in this game. I think they get a pick six in this game. I got Eagles 26-16 headed to the Super Bowl. As for the AFC, we got a good matchup here. Another good matchup. I want to talk about something about this real quick. We all know these guys have played three times. Two of those scores that they've played, Cincinnati won 27-24. The other time that they won, it was 34-31. The over-under for this game is 47.5, yet they haven't scored 50, lower than 51 playing against each other. I feel like the over 50.5, an, an additional play on this game is a lock. Like, put my words in that. I don't care if Patrick Mahomes is hurt. Don't care. This is the crazy thing about this game. If you get your bet in now and you're a Kansas City fan, you're going to love it. Because high ankle sprain for Patrick Mahomes can be an efficient benefit for Cincinnati in this game. I know Cincinnati and them boys want Patrick Mahomes at full strength. That's the type of team they are. But if he's hurt and he can't move and he gets re-injured during the game, does Kansas City really have a chance? I don't know. So here's the crazy thing about this game. When I made my notes for it, it was Kansas City minus one and a half, minus 110 on the money line. Cincinnati plus one and a half, minus 106 on the money line. An hour later, I checked it. Kansas City was plus one. Cincinnati was minus 116 favorite. 92% of the bets are coming in on Cincinnati money line, 88 against the spread. That's because that's people don't know Patrick Mahomes is healthy. I think he's, he's very, very, very talented. I don't think it's really going to matter, to be honest. I think it's going to be a great game regardless. I like the over in this game, 47.5. I even add points to that over, alternate over, 50.5 at plus 132. I feel like it's a lock. It's a safe bet. They scored 51 in the last two games. Why not? But that 1.5, one, one point is going to come into play. So as, as I did last matchup, I'm going to break down the touchdowns allowed per team. I didn't do quarterbacks for the guys because they don't really rush. But Kansas City, they've allowed 11 rushing touchdowns, 11 running back touchdowns, 21 touchdowns to the receivers, and a crazy number nine to the tight ends. They're actually number one in the league of touchdowns allowed to the tight ends. Cincinnati tied 13 
13 on both running back and wide receivers. They've only allowed three to the tight end. I think that number is irrelevant because we got Travis Kelsey on the other side of the ball here. My touchdown guys for the game are pretty simple for this. Chase and Kelsey. Chase at minus 105, Kelsey at plus 100. Crazy that you're getting Kelsey at plus 100 because Mahomes is hurt. So get that bet in because if he's healthy, we all know he's going to Kelsey. He's going to Kelsey. And we all know Cincinnati, he's going to Burrow. I mean, Burrow's going to Chase. So if you like safe bets, they're the two guys to put in. The other guys I like, I'm actually putting in a four-touchdown parlay here with those two guys and these two guys. Kansas City, McKinnon. McKinnon, plus 165. Like I said, Cincinnati, 13 rush, running back touchdowns, 13 wide receiver running back, wide receiver touchdowns. Well, McKinnon kind of plays both. So I like him to score here. Plus 165 for McKinnon. On the other end, Hayden Hurst. He almost scored last week. He dropped the ball. He's plus 310. To the team that allows the most tight end touchdowns, I like those odds, man. I love them. Hayden Hurst, plus 310. Kansas City allows seven targets to the tight ends per game. Hayden Hurst, plus 310 touchdown. I like it. I hope we I hope we come back to this podcast after it and we point out the fact that I took Hayden Hurst to score a touchdown here because he's going to score. A couple other things I like here. I'm staying away from Mahomes right now because I don't know if he's healthy. I feel like Kansas City's going to run the ball, even if, if, he's, if he's hurt or not, because I feel like they're going to try and make a lot of play calls to allow Mahomes to not get re-injured. So I think it's going to be a rushing game for Kansas City with a lot of electric plays, as always. But Joe Burrow, 275-plus passing yards. I think that's a lock, plus 100. I feel like he's going to have a field day throwing, which he has done every single time they've played. I think that's the lock. We're talking about the running game. Kansas City, Pacheco, 50-plus rushing yards. I like him at plus 114. His over-under is 45 and a half. I'm going over, but I'm going 50-plus rushing for him at plus 114. If you want to make a, a, a risky bet, it's really good odds. Do two touchdown scores for both Chase at plus 500 and Travis Kelsey at plus 550. If you do them together, which there are two guys that they go to, you can put a $5 bet on that and probably be about a two, $300 win. I'm not sure. I'm actually going to do it right now. Hold on. I'm going to check it because I feel like both those guys are targeted so much that they could both score two touchdowns. We've seen last week that uh, Chase should have scored two touchdowns. He didn't get that foot in. And, uh, Kelsey did score two touchdowns. In a playoff game, what do guys do? They go to their guys that they're comfortable with. So we're going to look at the odds here. So we got anytime touchdowns to score two. Chase, plus 500. Kelsey, plus 550. All right. Plus 5,984. $5 bet wins you $299. I think that's a good bet. I'm going to place that right now, actually. We're going to put that in. Uh, two touchdowns, Chase and Burrow, boom, in. I'm going to put $5 on $2.99. I like that. Might be a win. Now, we got a lot of question marks in this game. How is Mahomes' ankle? Biggest one. If he's healthy, we know what we're going to get. If he's not healthy, 
we can't even begin to dissect how that team is going to look. But we do need to talk about the Chiefs O-line versus the Bengals defense. They've been the best team against Mahomes in his career. We saw last week what they did Josh Allen. They crushed him. They crushed the guy. They ran all these different teams that like they did not know what was going on. That Bengals coaching staff does not get enough credit. Probably the best in the league, in my opinion. Aspie, right? On the other end, can Kansas City get a turnover? Joe Burrow does not turn the ball over much. He's not Dak Prescott out there. He's very safe with the ball. He has the best quarterback rating in the fourth quarter. He's Joe Burrow for a reason. Dude is so confident and cocky. You got to love the guy. When you go out there and you see a lot of guys that are cocky, you usually don't like them. They're usually guys that people don't want to be around. However, like the cockiness and confidence of Joe Burrow is just like, yeah, you go, boy. I mean, love him. In my opinion, these are two best quarterbacks in the NFL by a lot. Joe Burrow does not get enough credit. I would honestly have no opinion. I mean, if, if Joe Burrow can win this game again, and go 4-0 against Patrick Mahomes. Go on to the Super Bowl. And let's say win the Super Bowl. He got the same amount of Super Bowl wins as Patrick Mahomes. He's 4-0 against a guy. Why is he not the best quarterback in the league? For real. Guy's unbelievable. He's always the underdog. And he always comes and wins. I would love to see Cincinnati win a Super Bowl. I feel like Joe Burrow is the man. That team's going to be around for a long time. However, I'm going to take Cincinnati plus one and a half, which was the old line. I'm not going to touch the new line because I don't know. I'm going to take Kansas City plus one if I had to, which means am I going to take Kansas City? I feel like it might be a one-point game. Most of these games have come down to a spread, and the spread's been like, Boom, right on every time. So I don't know with this game. My official pick is going to be, let's wait until we see the first game. If the 49ers win, I think Cincinnati wins this game. If the Eagles win, I'm going to bet the, the Chiefs to win this game. Now, if there was no other game, this was the first game. I'd bet 30-29 to 29 Kansas City Chiefs. I'm sorry, my Cincinnati Bengals fans, but I think Patrick Mahomes gets there. I think Patrick Mahomes probably going to uh, get another Super Bowl this year because there's been every decade in football, there's been a team to win three Super Bowls in that decade. Kansas City already won one. They lose Tyreek Hill and they come back and win the Super Bowl. Great storyline. Andy Reid wins another one. Great storyline. We'll see. We'll see what happens, though. I mean, it's going to be a great matchup. I think uh, it's going to be Kansas City, Philadelphia in the Super Bowl. I'm curious to see what that line would be. I don't know what any of these games would be, the lines would be. I feel like they're all going to be a one-point game for the AFC either way, to be honest. I think the two AFC teams had the harder route to get here. I'm not saying they might be better. I don't know. They're all pretty good teams in different ways. 
But I think Kansas City or Cincinnati will be favored in the Super Bowl against either of these guys unless San Francisco or Philly goes on the route that, that their opponent. That might change some things up. So my pick is Kansas City and Philly. I'm not picking the Super Bowl champion yet because <clears throat> we don't know. Injuries could happen. Mahomes might get hurt again. I don't know. That could change a lot whether I pick Kansas City to win a Super Bowl or not. But we're strictly going to pick uh, these uh, games. And we got Kansas City and we got Philly. So let's see. Let's wait for these games to come up. Good luck to you guys betting. I hope everybody wins some money. I hope I helped you make some decisions to win some money. And uh, we'll be back after the, after to do a breakdown of last games. So peace out, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Please, please share this if you did watch it on your Instagram, your Facebook, your Twitter, whatever it is. Share it, please. If you do share it, make sure you tag us. That way we can see it and we can show you some love back. We'll follow for follow, like for like, whatever it is. We're going to do that. So uh, please do that. We appreciate you guys. And thanks for all your support. We got a lot more to come.